Welcome, ladies and gents, to the very first episode of the Sports Online Podcast, where we talk about football and fishing and everything in between. Today, we are going to start the very first episode with a, I would call a, as minimal awkwardness as it gets, an icebreaker. We're going to tell you guys a little bit about ourselves, you know, what we like to do, who we are. And then as this, as the episode progresses, we're going to talk about the debatable big game, which is, you guessed it, the Super Bowl. Happened a little less than a week ago. And uh, we're going to talk everything from the stats to, I guess, the halftime show. And I will see where it goes from there. Uh, either way, we are so delighted that you would listen to us. And I think I will start off. So the most awkwardness, we'll go ahead and get out of the way. Anyway... My name is Samuel, and I am one of four brothers that you will hear on this show. I really like to, you know, I really like the statistics and the analytics about sports, but I also enjoy debating about it uh, and having a good laugh with it. I like pretty much every sport that you can think of I like to talk about, and um, I also really love to fish, and we'll get more into that as our show, you know, gets on. And I'd like to pass it on, pass the mic, uh, no pun intended, to the other one. Well, I guess wouldn't you say all of us pretty much like fishing? I mean, we live in a place where we all yeah. fish anyway. Yeah, we do live in a what is considered fisherman's paradise. Um, we we all we all were fi- uh, fished at one point. More me and Samuel. Oh, by the way, supporter. Me and Samuel are. Very big fisherman. Isaac, not so much. He's more of a sports guy. But, um, yeah, it's a very awesome place, and fishing is a very big thing here, as well as sports. Sports is also very big um, with the high schools in this area. They're very, um, especially in, like, basketball and soccer. West Carteret, big, big uh, basketball high school, and Croatan being a big soccer high school. But, yeah. <clears throat> introducing myself, I am Porter. I am also one of the four siblings in this household. I enjoy um, sports. I am mainly a soccer player, and I do track. Um, they're both very, very uh, fun sports. I enjoy um, watching them. I enjoy debating over them. Um, it's a very, it's a very fun thing to do. I think it's you know. Not just hearing from yourself, but hearing from other people, their opinions on things, and learning more. Um, it's a very, it's a good opportunity, and I think it's a very, um, a very good opportunity for those that are very interested in learning more about sports. Um, and fishing, fishing is a very big part of my life, especially with Samuel. I have been invested in fishing for, many, I think, since I was three. I say about, and Samuel, probably about since he was three or four i would say for me it was probably i'd say like seven or eight but i i forget i mean you we went, started at the same time though yeah and um gosh you went the whole backstory man i i didn't include that but yeah i have fishing is also a big part of my life it's my i it's like what one of my favorite things to do and i know it's same with you porter but um yeah i think that's gosh man that's crazy you realize you know most of our i i what makes you think you started at three? I'm I'm genuinely curious. What makes you think you started at three? It's more of like a most. I don't know for sure if it was three, but I remember I was very young when I did it. I would say around that range, mm-hmm. because I remember you were you were in elementary school when we did it. 
or well, I don't remember, but I recall that you were in elementary school, or you were you were a lot younger. Yeah. And Dad would take us out on the dock, and we just yes. get the little um the little rods. The yeah, little... it's like a like the baycaster, but with a handle over it, I guess, yeah. or not the handle, uh, like the plastic mm-hmm. covering. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. If you if you guys uh fish with your your uh, little kids or just fished when you were young, you know what we're talking about, like the small, like little Disney princess ones. And the, and Zeb, like the Zebco rods. Yeah, yeah the Zebco. ones you get at Wally World. But yes. <laughs> but yeah, those were, those were awesome times. And mm-hmm. I'm very grateful to have that. Me too. Without it, I wouldn't be, you know, as experienced as I am or as Samuel is. And speaking of experienced people, the big man in the room, Mr. Isaac Beasley, How's it going, y'all? It's good. Pretty good. Just chilling. Yeah, no, uh, glad to be here. Glad to be a part of a really, really important project. It's been a long time in the making. And yes. A lot of money. But hey, well, it's n- all worth it. It's it hasn't an, been that it's much. An yeah. It's an investment. It's an investment. We've all, we all invested in this together. But Very true. True, true, true. But yeah, no, I've been enjoying my time working on this podcast. And uh, as for a little bit about me, I've been working, well, technically three jobs, although realistically only two. Uh, Grace Adventure Park is a place where we hope to cultivate God's grace to the youth. It's got tree houses, it's got a workshop, an art studio. It's it's a lot of work, but it's been fantastic and a real joy to be a part of. And then, of course, I work at Lost Treasure, just like my brother and co-host Samuel. We're currently in the off-season, but we're opening very soon, March 1st, as a matter of fact. Yep. And uh, other than that, uh, like my brother Porter, I enjoy playing soccer. I work for my grandfather as my third job, and that's how I understand how to do most of this, along with much of the research I put into it. Uh, speaking of research, at the moment I'm looking up how to put this onto a platform. So if I did my job right, it'll be on a platform yes. for y'all to listen to here soon. But uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been a real ride, and I'm enjoying the ability to talk about sports. I've got two really awesome co-hosts who definitely know more than me but i'll i'll stick to the nerdy techie stuff while you're the state champ so that is very true uh unbeknownst to most people if not all the people listening to this i'm a state championship ring holder for croatan high school 2a soccer to be specific uh in my opinion the best sport in the world and one of my favorite to be a part of but yeah now that's just a little bit about me now for the main topic the super bowl yes the super bowl and i just want to say before we get into the super bowl that um that this podcast is uh, Christ-centered, and our faith is who we all are. So, um, hope you guys can feel warm and welcome as we start talking about these topics. No matter how hot our debates can get, but we will keep it clean, and it's just gonna be tons of fun. So we're I'm not gonna excited. try and get to like the undisputed level, like the Skip and Shannon stuff. But we we might get into a few hot debates, but we're not gonna try and fight. Well, each other. as you as a Seahawks fan and Isaac as a 49ers fan and I. I myself as a Packers fan that will as the next season uh, of the NFL arrives we shall we might have a couple of debates here and there but no that'll be fun I'm excited still, for those as a Seahawks fan I'm still recovering from the uh, Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl where uh, uh, interception I still can't believe we didn't run the ball but it's okay Things that'll happen. be a good debate for later but yes well speaking of a Super Bowl we are going to talk about this Super Bowl that just happened uh, which was against Kansas City Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, would you like to do the rundown, or would you like me to continue? 
Um, I think you should do it. Okay. Well, we'll both, all three of us will start talking about it when we talk about um, stats and whatever else we think are important topics to, to let you guys know about. But for me, I'll just go ahead and start doing the basics. So we have Kansas City beating the Eagles 38-35. to In my opinion, one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a very long time. Uh, even though I, I know you probably don't want to talk about it, Porter, but the Patriots and the Seahawks, that was a very good game. I think for me, just personally, just having a Super Bowl that came down to the wire is just it makes any game fun. But um, going over some basic stats for the Chiefs and the Eagles, Patrick Mahomes, 21 for 27, 182 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, leading rusher, Isaiah Pacheco, 15 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown. And then Kansas City receiving, you guessed it, the leader, Travis Kelsey, six receptions, 81 yards and a touchdown. And then on the Eagles side, I think the better quarterback out of the two, Jalen Hurts, 27 for 38, 304 yards and a touchdown. And then the leading rusher, also Jalen Hurts, 15 carries for 70 yards for three touchdowns. And then the leading receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, Devontae Smith, seven receptions and 100 yards. Speaking of Jalen Hurts and rushing, um, he had the most rushing touchdowns by any quarterback in Super Bowl history. And he's, yes, sorry for cutting you off, but he's also the only quarterback in Super Bowl history to have two running rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown in Super Bowl history. Yeah. So I would say pretty good resume even for, you know, a loss. Though I do have to say that gosh, that fumble for Jalen, that I, I feel like if that didn't happen that the Eagles probably would have won, but we'll get into that as more as you know, this episode rolls 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 down the road. But um anything else you think worth mentioning about the stats that you saw during the game? Um, and I figure out the guy um that I was talking about um, outside the podcast that was the Chiefs player on the defense that really stood out was Nick Bolton. Mm-hmm. He had an amazing game. Um, I think he had a sack or two. He put a lot of pressure on Jalen, which, I mean, with how well he did, that's hard to do. Um, but, I mean, he was the. I think he was the guy that um, returned the fumble, yep. if I believe. Yep. He was um, – yeah, that was – that was very, very clutch play. It was just clutch all game, and I think, if not Mahomes, I think either him or Travis Kelsey probably could have won the MVP. Yeah. Uh, so the he. Bowl. Yeah, and he didn't have. He did not have any sacks, but he had eight solo tackles and scored that touchdown. Um, not to mention he had that hit on Patrick Mahomes that just really threw him off. Or sorry, Jalen Hurts. Uh, he was the one that put the pressure on him, right, for the fumble. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. He was. He was. He Did was he? No, no. He picked him. it up. Yeah. He yes, scored he the touchdown. Yeah. No, that was that was crazy. I I remember I was watching Skip and Shannon, um, and what happened with Jalen? They got a little. I mean, I would say they got more into detail. But if you saw it, you'd also be able to see it. That when he fumbled the ball, it just mishandled it, and it was almost like a pass to Nick Bolton. Like he just saw it, picked it up, and bolted. Huh? Get it? Bolton bolted. As you can tell, we are professional stand-up yes, comedians. Yes, we are. Our dad taught us a lot about dad jokes, and we are using them to this day. That is right. Anyway, um, I I think it was a very, very good game. Uh, I do think both offensively and defensively, both teams performed pretty darn well. I would yeah. have to say, though, that the Eagles' offense 
was the better out of the two, but the, surprisingly, I never would have guessed it that the Chiefs' defense was the best. They just the the pressure that they got to Jalen Hurts was way more than I think they got to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I could agree with that. Um, but I mean, if they hadn't had that defensive game, I think it probably could have been a blowout if the Chiefs' defense hadn't done that well. Did the were the Eagles or the Chiefs? I need were they who were they missing? Were any of them missing big, like some injured players? Because they had a, on the Eagles they had Hassan Reddick, Darius Slay. Uh, pretty sure they had they had C.J. Gardner Johnson. They had James Bradbury. They had Nickdominican Sue and Fletcher Cox. That's that's a stacked defense all by itself. And speaking of um, James Bradbury, that hold. What do you think about that? Okay, I understand, and a lot of people have different opinions about this. Some people say a hold's a hold, doesn't matter whether it's in the first quarter or the fourth quarter. And some people, you know, with how close the game would have been, they would have let it go. In my opinion, because, and and this is what I, I saw, I was, and I can't say for sure because, I mean, you never know unless they ran the playback over again. Um I thought that Patrick Mahomes overthrew it a little bit, so I don't think he should have been called. But I also think that there's relevancy that if there's a hold, the hold should be called. But it's in the fourth quarter with barely any time left either. And they're in, like Harrison Butker was in field goal range. So I don't, I'm kind of, I would say I'm more on the edge of the 80-20 range. I still have that opinion of, Harrison Butker of the possibility of him missing it because if you think about it earlier in that game he missed a a um a field goal that's probably about that range so I'm thinking if that was the case he might have missed that one but again I don't think he's gonna do what the Cowboys kicker did now I feel like again this might be this is a little off topic but I feel like the Cowboys kicker I think he's getting a little bit too much hate from the game against the was it the Buccaneers? I for uh I don't know, but it's Brett Maher is who you're yeah. talking about, right? Yeah, I just like let me check, man. That poor guy. He he got he got lit up after he missed all those field goals. But speaking of um, field goals, back to what Harrison Butker did. I think that he probably would have made it. But at the same time, there was always that chance because of uh, the pressure, especially in such an intense game like that one, with it being tied 35-35 going in like the last minute of the fourth. I think that was probably that probably would have gotten to him, and I think it could have gotten to any kicker really, unless you're like a Justin Tucker and you just have ice in your veins and you can kick an 80-yarder no problem. But again, who knows? Yeah, so Brett Maher, you're right, against the Buccaneers, missed four field goals. But, you know, I mean, I I understand both sides of the argument, but I just wish that they had let it go because it would, just made, would have made the game more exciting because all they did, they literally just ran the clock down, and it was the most boring end to an amazing Super Bowl, in my opinion. But to Chiefs fans, I know you're excited. To, your, to the Eagles fans, you guys played – I mean, your team played amazing – um, it was a phenomenal game, in my opinion. Yeah, but um, the best. I guess we're going to have to move on to the halftime show. 
So what did you think about the halftime show? I think it was very interesting. It was very meme-worthy um, with all that went down. Um, I was looking on Instagram, and with all like the the memes about the dancers and the, yeah. the stage. You I, see the one that nearly fell off? Yeah, I saw that. I saw the yeah, guy really? Really? Somebody that fell nearly off fell the platform. Off. The platform, like in the air? Yeah. They were, yeah. But the thing is, they no were way. strapped on. So yeah, even yeah. If they fell no, off, they were they not taking did. any chances. Whoa! I never realized that. Yeah. Oh man. Well, um, I mean, everything's a every. I mean, I'm not saying it's this generation, but a lot of things are memes in this generation. So, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Their dances were kind of yeah. interesting, but I mean, I don't know. It was interesting, but it was also kind of impressive seeing Rihanna do that while yes. being pregnant. Which I think is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it can compare to last year's halftime show. But again, that's just me. It's probably because the guys that were in last year's halftime show, I listened to more than Rihanna. And that I know of more. And, I mean, credit to her. Her music's good, too. But, I mean, compared to last year's, it's just not. it's not up to par, at least for me. I know that millions of other people can disagree with that and say that that was a great halftime show, which, I mean, yeah. I, I would know. say I definitely agree that the best halftime show I've ever watched was uh, last year's Super mm-hmm. Bowl. But um, I would have to say that it was, it, you know, and I do agree that Rihanna has some really, so she has some pretty good songs, and I liked uh, just the the atmosphere, it was pretty cool. Um, but a halftime show is a halftime show. I watch for the football. The halftime show is a nice touch, but the game definitely made it worth it for me. More people actually watch the halftime show than the game itself, which, which is, is actually interesting. It's not crazy, but it's crazy. I mean, and yeah, just a little. I mean, can you imagine spending you know thirty one hundred dollars minimum just to watch Rihanna? It's crazy. Never. I mean, her concert tickets are probably cheaper than that, and you only see her for what? 15, 20 minutes at most during I the halftime think show. That was, I don't. I don't know. I didn't see how long the halftime show was. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's fifteen minutes. Even then, I mean, like you could watch a, or you could see her in person at a three-hour concert for probably half that price, or even a third of that price, and get way more out of it than if you were to go. Yeah. To a Super Bowl game to watch her. Well, sing as as every songs. as everyone says, everything's bigger at the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, includes prices and just Super Bowl. I don't know. I know. I understand that's a big game. It's cool to see in person, but I mean, like watching on television. Television is kind of a steal. Like you get all the you get all the reports. You get to watch it from of you. You can like from your house. I can agree with that. Yeah, for sure. It's not like being in person. Like the the Coldplay concert we went to was absolutely surreal. That was cool. But I guarantee you we didn't spend $3,100 for it. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was fun. And watching the Packers play the, well, what was the Redskins, but now it's the Commanders. We watched them in a preseason game, and I mean, we saw Well, there was no Rihanna at that game, so. (laughs) Well, could you imagine? Could you imagine if you got the money for like you paid for prime seating. You got on TV. You pay for prime seating just to see Rihanna. For that price, is who fair. knows? Maybe Rihanna's a secret Green Bay Packers fan. I mean, I don't never know. know. She she's kind she's a big LeBron James fan. I saw. Yeah, she does like LeBron. Well, if she has a if she's a Packers fan, she has good taste. That's that's. Uh, if she's a Seahawks fan, then she has even better taste. No, that's just me. Whatever. 
Um, who does Rihanna support? Do we know? Mm-mm. She's. I think she's L.A. I think she's probably a Rams person. If I had to guess. Well, it seems like every celebrity nowadays is just L.A. everything. Not except every celebrity. Uh, let's face. Bradley Cooper, Eagles fan. Yes, Mike I know. Trout, Eagles fan. Lil Wayne, Packers fan. Yeah. Yes. Lil, Lil Wayne. I mean, he's we can go down. Forever. We can go down the. I was just. Same. He's been. He's been through the ups and the downs. Yeah. Lil Wayne. Okay, this is a topic that. So and it's possible, and this is something I want to hear you guys' opinion because I think that. This could have been a reasonable debate. I don't know if anyone's talked about it because um, I haven't really done that much re- that much research about it. But who do you think deserved the MVP in the Super Bowl? Do you think Patrick Mahomes should have been the one that, that received it? I mean, it's tough because Patrick Mahomes did all that stuff in the second half with a hurt ankle. But, I mean, I feel like Jalen Hurts – well, it wasn't just Jalen Hurts, but I feel like he kind of helped the offense and kind of put them on their back a little bit. But, I mean, not taking away credit from that offensive line because, I mean, that offensive line did amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, with Jalen Hurts throwing it to – throwing the absolute dime to A.J. Brown um, for that touchdown, that passing touchdown, and carrying the rushing to score three rushing touchdowns and that crucial two-point conversion which tied the game. Yep. Um, I think Jalen Hurts should have gotten it. I agree. But at the same time, I mean, he didn't. At the end of the day, he didn't win, and Patrick Mahomes did, and he did do it in more of a in very impressive style. But again, I mean, I felt like it should have gone to Jalen. But at the end of the day, it was Patrick Mahomes, and I can't argue with it and say that you know Jalen was robbed. But at the same time, I mean, there is still a debate there if Jalen should have gotten it. Well, it's also like, I I think that the Eagles have a pretty strong running back core. I mean, with Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell is really good. Pretty positive to still have Boston Scott. Boston Scott's not bad either. And for being 5'6", doing all that stuff, I mean, if he was six foot, he would be tearing Who's 5'6"? Boston Scott. He's 5'6"? Yeah, he's wow. a small dude. But no, I think... um. And and then you look at the Chiefs, and they have Isaiah Pacheco. Very, I think, was probably the one of the best, besides Kenneth Walker, was probably one of the best rookie running backs this yeah. year. He especially showed up when it mattered most. Yeah. In, you know, the biggest game of the year. And Jarek McKinnon is very good. He shined this at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, and then you look at the Eagles. Um, Juju no was one, right. What? Juju was all right. Yeah, well, when you look at the running back core for the Philly, uh, for the Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts blows all the guys out of the water. I mean, Kenneth Miles and Boston. I mean, seventy yards for Jalen, twenty-one for Gainwell, sixteen for Miles Sanders, and eight for Boston Scott. I have a little bit of an underrated or underappreciated player on the Eagles, which Dallas is Dallas Goddard. I think he's underappreciated for. I mean, like um, I was th- saying earlier. He kind of he gives me a Zach Ertz kind of kind of vibe, like he's a very dependable catcher when he's needed, um, and Zach Ertz being a you know ex Philly player, yeah, and won a Super Bowl with them, which I think is kind of kind of crazy, um, and Zach Ertz, very underrated. I think he's probably one of the more underrated tight ends, but again, I mean, yeah, Dallas Goddard, he's a very very solid player, and I think he should be. Probably top five tight ends in the NFL. Really? You think that high? 
I think top five. I think like lower. I think it goes Please. Travis Kelsey. For sure. Yeah, number one. I mean, no doubt. I mean, Evan Ingram showed up this year. Yeah, he did Ingram. for the Jags. Yeah, that's Evan a very Ingram. good season. I mean, uh, I, Kittle, of course. Kittle, yeah. yeah. I would put. I mean, I, I'd say Travis Kittle, Ingram at three or four. Um, I would say that Dallas was probably five. I was gonna say I don't. I think Dalton Schultz did really well. I don't know. Even uh, he was really lackluster this Dawson year. Dawson Knox was solid. Hawkinson Honestly, was really good. Hawkinson would be my number three probably. Yeah, and then I'd probably do Hawkinson three. I think. He's oh wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, guys. Mark Andrews at number three is who I would put. Did he really do that well this yes. year? He he got I think got the most um, catches of. All okay. the Baltimore receivers. Yeah, so I'm thinking probably Travis, Kittle, I, Andrews. I think he's better than Schultz. Uh, Ingram, Hawkinson. Yes, I agree. Ingram, Hawkinson. Or Hawkinson, Ingram, okay, actually. I could say top seven. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. You know who was a kind of a letdown in my opinion, and I know you can attest to this for Darren you Waller. fantasy football people? Darren Waller. Darren Waller, I wish. I know injury plagued him, but, man, he he's a He's got a lot of talent, and, and I hope that he comes back next year. And Hunter Renfro, I mean. Hunter was, Renfro? You mean the oh, you're talking about the wide receiver? Yeah. I mean, the whole of Vegas was kind of a letdown. But with Derek Carr now gone, I'm kind of I'm kind of worried about their future. Um, now, maybe he could go. Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers might go to the, um, the Raiders, which I doubt it. But. Did you see Stephen A. was trying to say that that's like the big plan? You know, yep. they tried to just get out of Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he left, um, but I also think he he could stay. But at the same time, I mean, I know as you being a Packers fan, you probably wouldn't want to see him go. But I feel like with, you know, all the media stuff that happens with them, it's just a lot. Um, but again, I don't know how you feel about that. Um, no, I, me personally... Uh, with with Aaron, I mean, he's a great he's a great quarterback, but I I don't want to think in the mindset that because Aaron Rodgers is what makes the Packers great. You know, this is a team sport, so uh, I feel like we have enough young talent, and I think that like I think a great example would be the Seahawks. You know, when Russell Wilson left, I guarantee you there weren't a lot of people that thought that there were gonna there's gonna be anyone that would fill in Russell Wilson's shoe and now look at Geno Smith comeback player of the year and I think it's gonna have a tremendous next year with the yeah. Seahawks. And um another uh standout player I think that should be looked at is um Christian Kirk. Yes. He has been under the radar. I mean everyone thought he was gonna be some mediocre receiver, but I mean he's really showed up. And I'm, I'm Zay Jones is who I would Zay put Jones on that list too. too. He Jones. played amazing. Yeah, and um, Max Collins wasn't half bad for the Raiders either. He was pretty consistent. Me, Max Crosby. No, no, no. The they had a wide receiver, young wide receiver. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Uh, the I know exactly. He played for UNC, right? I'm pretty Might sure have. he did. Maybe I'm not 100 percent certain. Let me on fact that. check real quick. Yeah, I mean, um, Jaguars were. Probably the most surprising team, I think, of the whole season. That was a um, crazy game. That them, was a crazy game. Them and the Seahawks, for sure, were probably the most surprising. I think their playoff run was probably the most surprising. And how they did against the Chiefs, I mean, that should be a a look to the fu- a positive look to the future of the Jaguars' whole 
whole team really. Yeah. With do- with holding up so well against the Super Bowl champs at Arrowhead, I mean, I would I would say if they were in the NFC, that was kind of a hot take. But I was saying if they were in the NFC, I think they could have made it to the Super Bowl if they had played how they played against the Chiefs at Arrowhead. I don't I I think that if the Jags played the way they played, you're talking about the Jags, right? Yeah. If the Jags played the way they did uh, against the Chargers, I think that. Ooh, well, no. See, no. I don't know about that because if they played against the Chiefs, because think with the Chargers, like Trevor Lawrence was not having a good first half, and if you were playing against a team like the Eagles, I mean, you're not coming back. No, I don't think so either. Uh, wait, were you saying that if the Jaguars went into the NFC? Yeah, if they went to the MC and played the whole playoffs like they were playing against the Chiefs at Arrowhead, and, right, 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 they, right. Pro- they would have made it to the NFC Championship. Yes, though, I I don't know. There's a lot of powerhouses, and even though with the 49ers, the Eagles, you know, uh, I'm just saying with the situation, yeah, or the cards they would have been dealt dealt right. with the Vikings being their defense being uh, not very good, mm-hmm. the Cowboys always you know just not doing well in the playoffs, and with um. The Giants. I mean, I mean, they beat the Vikings, which is pretty impressive. But they, it was a close game. They had a good year. They did have a good year, and their coach, their coach won uh, coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think I think there was a possibility they could have gone past the divisional. But to be fair, with the Forty ers they did have an injured Brock Purdy, and they had to put Christian. Uh, yeah, McCaffrey. the fact that we were on a fourth string is still blowing my mind to this yeah. day. And by the way, quick update: uh, Mac Hollins was his name, Isaac, and yeah, UNC. But um, continue, Porter. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a very it's a very hot t- it's a very um hot take with you know what I'm saying because who knows? But I think if they were in the NFC South, they would have won the division. They would have been a top four seed. There wasn't really that much, and I don't think there was much competition in the NFC South this year at all. Like the Buccaneers, no. Uh, I wish I we, that the Saints and the Panthers would have done better. Um, they could have. I think the Panthers just their quarterback. They need to get a quarterback. yeah. They need to get a good quarterback. Um, I mean, they have they have a solid receiver core in DJ Moore. Um, I mean he's he's good. And Terrence Marshall and Jr. Terrence Marshall, yeah. Um, it's just they need it. They need a. They need to. They need to do better in their offensive line, and their quarterback because if they if they just get those two things, their offense is going to be crazy especially um, since they have Deontay Freeman who and uh sorry Chuba Hubbard they they've they're filling Christian McCaffrey's spot quite nicely and you know what I found out that really surprised me is that last year the Panthers had Hassan Reddick oh really yeah they had him last year and they just got rid of him interesting I mean, Hassan Reddick they really had, they had yeah the Hassan Reddick that's the Panthers the yeah, he was on the Panthers last year. That's ridiculous. But now the pan, no, but now the Panthers have um, you know Brian Burns and uh, a, what's the safety nut? Is it Ingle? I think so. Terrence Ingle, I think. so. I don't know. Jer- no, no, Jeremy Chin is who they have. Jeremy that was Chin. a state player, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, guys, ladies and gents, thank you guys so much for tuning into our first episode. It's been a pleasure. It has been awesome. There will be plenty more uh, fun debates and topics to cover uh, as episodes come out. But God bless you guys. And till next time, we will see you on the other side. Peace. Let me cut that out. You know what we should do?